Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 261. I am your host, Bill Stahl, and this is The Power Play. I hope all of you out there who are dads had a great Father's Day. Um, we, we finally got some nice weather here in Colorado, so hopefully everybody was able to get outside. It has just been raining for like a month and a half straight, and we've, we finally got a nice day here today. And uh, I got to speak with my dad. He is in Savannah, Georgia, and he's 90 years old, and he's in very good health, which is just amazing. And uh, he's doing great. He's got some – about his biggest issue is having some neuropathy issues in his feet. So I bought him a, a foot massager for Father's Day, and I hope it gives him some – little bit of relief. I don't know if there's any real good answers for that, but um, he seems to be doing pretty well, which is just amazing. You know, we, as a family, we took a cruise to South Africa for his 90th birthday over the holidays. And, you know, it's great. He can get out and still do those kind of things. I know my mom, who's 88, and him are, are planning to do another cruise-type trip this summer uh, to get out of the heat of Savannah, Georgia. And um, it's fantastic at that age that they can be doing things like that. So all of you out there, who are dads. I uh, hope you had a happy Father's Day, and uh, it's been an exciting week in Colorado here sports-wise. Uh, of course, uh, as you've probably heard me uh, screaming a few times, uh, the Nuggets won the NBA championship for the first time in their 47 years in the NBA, and uh, so the, the town went kind of bonkers uh, winning that game last Monday night, winning the series in five games from the Miami Heat, dominating these guys. Um, I mean, the games were tight. Miami put up a good fight, but it was just obvious. Uh, you, you have a team that plays together like the Nuggets do. I mean, you've got a guy like Nikola Jokic who's just unstoppable. And um, you had uh, you guys like Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon and all the other pieces out there, Michael Porter Jr., Contavious Caldwell-Pope. And, um, you know, you had a really good combination and good coaching with uh, Michael Malone. And, uh, you know, we had our big parade here in Denver on Thursday. I went out to that and uh, ha had a really good time. It was uh, Malone. I mean, that guy was hammered. It was so funny. That guy was just wasted out there having a great time. Uh, the fans were throwing cans of beer. I saw Contavious, uh, or KCP as we call him, catch a beer in midair from the crowd and uh, just open it up. And actually had two cans of beers there, smashed them together, tried to pour them both in his mouth, poured most of it all over himself anyway. I mean, the, the players were having a great time out there. The fans were there, about three quarters of a million fans out there in, in downtown Denver. And then the rest of the day after that was just like Mardi Gras. Um, just everybody out in the streets, fireworks were being shot off. It was uh, it, it was an awful lot of fun. So uh, great day. And another little piece of, um, you know, uh, Denver uh, sports, uh, you know, big week that we've had is uh, just occurred uh, actually literally within about an hour before I've recorded this is Wyndham Clark won the uh, U.S. Golf Open, uh, one of the major tournaments, and that was his first major victory. He is a 29-year-old who graduated from Valor Christian High School on the south end of town here in Highlands Ranch. And um, won that by one stroke over Rory McIlroy, who was, of course, one of the big name golfers in in the world. And so, um, big deal there for uh, a Denverite to win the U.S. Open. Um, I don't think that's happened since Hale Irwin, who was a big name from uh, University of Colorado back in the day. If some of you older folks may remember him. So, big stuff in uh, Colorado sports here this week, and. 
we had the Leadville Heavy Half and Marathon. took place on Saturday, and so I wanted to go into that a little bit here. Um, I was up there as was Team Leadville. Uh, You've heard me talk about the work that Team Leadville has been doing to raise funds for Warriors Ascent. Great organization that creates holistic programs they deliver to veterans and first responders who are dealing with stress and symptoms. And uh, they have saved a lot of lives. Um, you know, as we know, there have been way too many veteran suicides, and a lot of it is veterans don't get the help that they need out of the VA, or they, they just hold a lot of it in because that's kind of the way they're trained to be, you know, stoic, fighting soldiers, and, uh, you know, they're just. Um, tragic numbers of suicides that take place among veterans in this country. So uh, Warriors Ascent is addressing that issue and the team Leadville. Uh, we reached our goal of raising $80,000 and um, we, we are still fundraising through the end of the week. So if you uh, still would like to give um, that email or the uh, website address again is uh, cla- let's see, it was W, hold on one second. I'm going to pull that up here again. It's give.classy.org slash we are Superman. So give.classy.org slash we are Superman classies, C-L-A-S-S-Y.org. And I, I'll bring that up again here before at the end of the show as well. And it's in the show notes, but, um, the uh, weather in Leadville, uh, you know, as I told you, it's been raining here just for, like for a month and a half. Well, it was it was gruesome up there in Leadville on Saturday. It rained. It snowed. I mean, it snowed a lot. It rained a lot. Um, it was a total mud fest um, up on top. It got really foggy in places. It got windy. Uh, I tell you what, it was um, I, really impressed by the folks who were able to endure those kind of conditions. Um, you know, here it is, it was on June 17th and, um, snowing and, uh, you know, never got up above the low forties down in, in Leadville. I'm sure it was much colder than that up on Mosquito Pass and up on Ball Mountain where the, the runners were running. So, uh, really, really tough day. And, uh, they had to actually shorten the course or change the course. I should say not shorten it. Um, it's one of the few times we the runners were not able to go up all the way at Mosquito Pass, which is at 13,185 feet. Unfortunately, they just couldn't shovel enough the snow out of there. You know, that snow had just turned into concrete, basically. And, you know, it's not easy. I can't imagine what it's like shoveling snow at 13,000 feet. Um, it's, it's tough enough just to be trudging up there, but to be uh, wielding a snow shovel. So... Um, they had a turnaround. Uh, the, the, they kind of, kind of the runners did a detour, um, and the distances were the same. The heavy half is a little over fifteen and a half miles. The marathon is standard marathon distance, but obviously these are no ordinary heavy halves and, and marathons. And from what a lot of people told me, they feel that this course was actually tougher. And maybe it had to do with the weather conditions. I mean, it was a mud fest. I've posted some photos on my Instagram that show you just what a mess it was up there. I, I saw the runners when they got down to the bottom, just absolutely caked in mud. But you know what? Everybody seemed really fired up. Everybody was just really excited to have gotten through that. Um, you know, I'm not sure if many people want to see conditions like that again, or even another hill for that matter, because uh, they, they said it was still steep. It was tough. I mean, you're still going up to 12,000 feet. That's still <laughs> nothing to sneeze at. 
So uh, it was a tough day. Uh, I was down at the bottom, uh, again, with my bunion issue with my foot. I wasn't able to run. Um, it's just, uh, in fact, I probably shouldn't have been on my feet at all, but I was uh, part of the recycling crew there. I got to uh, basically sort the, uh, make sure everybody put their uh, compost, you know, their food scraps and such and the compostables and the cans and bottles and the recycle bin and the uh, food, uh, the nutrition wrappers, you know, like gel packets and everything had a separate receptacle and then trash went in trash. So, um, you know, as mundane as that sounds, I always have a great time. I was out down there greeting all the runners as they're coming in, got to meet a lot of people, talk to a lot of folks. I'll get into that here in a few minutes, but, um, yeah, I love to support the race and, and all the runners up there as well. So, uh, but you know, that's, I had the easy job compared to what everybody else was going through this day. And so, um, but the whole group we had, uh, I think it was 27 of the team Leadville doing uh, either the, the heavy half or the marathon. And it was really cool because in both races, the uh, the whole group came in carrying the American flag and finished together. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, it's a great show. And, you know, those guys, uh, they, they broke into a couple groups going up, but they were all working together, encouraging each other to get up and down, um, you know, in, a, in that tough race. And, you know, a lot of these folks are coming from, uh, you know, I met a lot of these folks the night before. They came from places like Oregon and Washington State. Uh, a lot of them came from the Midwest. Of course, Warriors Ascent is headquartered in Kansas City area. So, um, you know, very few of the people in the group were uh, lived at any kind of elevation. So, uh, definitely added challenge. And we had folks everywhere. Uh, there was a young man named Ethan who, um, 15 years old, who, who completed the heavy half. And um, I, I had uh, Josh Taylor, a young man who uh, I've gotten to know really well since he ran the American Heroes run a couple of years ago. And he, um, he, he was up there. He's a, a sophomore, or I think he just finished his sophomore year, I should say, at the University of Colorado. He's in the ROTC program there. Uh, great young man. He's a beast. And uh, he, he was up there uh, taking on the challenge. And uh, then we had, you know, older folks in their 60s. And so, uh, you know, we ran the whole gamut, male and female. And, uh, yeah, really proud of uh, the work all of them put in. And um, Mike Kenny is the, is the uh, uh, I guess he's the CEO. Of, I forget what his title is with Warriors Ascent. But uh, he led the heavy half group. And then uh, Tony Hoffman, who is uh, kind of the uh, spiritual leader of the whole thing, uh, organizational leader. He does it all. He's a former Army colonel. And, uh, he finished the, um, uh, he led the group in the marathon and, uh, as they, those folks got in, it was about three 30 in the afternoon, you know, they started at seven. So, uh, you know, it took, what is that? About eight and a half hours to get the whole group in there. Um, and, and here's uh, Tony, uh, from a, a video that was taken right after the finish. But it's the Warriors. Warriors the coming back through again. Photo opportunity this time around. You gotta check these guys out. They're doing great things for our veterans out there, ladies and gentlemen. Good work, good work. Good work. Good work. Good work, Tony, as always. Just finished the marathon. Tougher course. The alternate was harder than the regular course. Amazing team. Heavy half is finished. Got a couple marathoners out there that are probably gonna come in after the time. Tough as hell. We've met our goal. 80,040 lives saved. Probably going to extend it for a week. Tremendous effort. Snow in Leadville on June 17th. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. You are the man, Tony. You are the man. 
as you can hear there, Tony was really fired up and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of adrenaline flowing after you've completed a challenge like that, which, uh, you know, understandable, you know, great achievement for everybody up there. So, uh, Great work by the uh, team Leadville. And, um, you know, one thing that's kind of cool is before the race, we got to uh, take a picture with Ken and Mary Lee, who are, of course, the uh, founders of uh, the Leadville 100 and subsequent the, the whole race series. Um, you know, one thing I don't think a lot of people knew up there was that Ken, um, I mean, that guy is just a tough old goat, I'll tell you. He, he had just had heart surgery a week before. Um, and, and, you know, I'm sure the doc probably may not have been too thrilled with him being out there, but, you know, I, I know if he's able, he's not going to miss that. Any of the races up there, he's out there firing his shotgun to start uh, both the races there on Saturday. And, um, like I say, none comes tougher than Ken Clober. And he, uh, he was out there uh, despite having had heart surgery so close before, um, I think, again, I, I had a great time. Uh, you know, I got to spend a little time with Ken and Marilee. Uh, just, just love them to death. And, um, you know, I, I got to work, you know, as I said, I was doing the recycling thing and I got to, uh, work with Ash and Tamara, who, uh, Ash is kind of in charge of the recycling. Tamara's the head of the volunteers and great folks to work with. I would always encourage you, if you're not running the races, come up and volunteer. Um, that, that's what I always do when I'm injured, which is unfortunately way too often, but, um, it, it really is fun and it just helps out the runners so much. And, uh, we definitely could have used a little more help out there, but you know what? Things ran really well. Um, you know, they got a great expo there. Um, tell you what, I was, I, I gave them some kudos for the fact that the, uh, the lunch, uh, for the, uh, finishers and for us volunteers, um, they had a barbecue lunch, but they had two choices, chicken and jackfruit. And so they had a totally vegan option and tell you what, that jackfruit barbecue was really good. So, uh, you know, that was great. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, I got to meet a lot of cool people at this race in addition. And, um, I, I just want to throw some uh, props out there to Mitch Dulloch, who he's a local there in Leadville. He's had a lot of frustrations the last couple of years, but, uh, he was able to get himself through that marathon yesterday or Saturday and, you know, re really proud of him. Uh, ba basically this is his comeback year. So, uh, really good guy. And so, uh, great to see him finish well. Um, I, I had a funny thing happen, uh, you know, woman crosses the finish line and she looks at me and she recognized me because I'd coached her before. And, you know, I'm all bundled up. I mean, it was uh, it, like, say it was cold up there. I mean, I was wearing my rain pants and, you know, hoodie and you know, everything else. And she recognized me and she's 36 years old. I, I hadn't coached her in, I guess, at least 18 years, maybe longer. It was, it was, it was pretty crazy that she recognized me like that. So it was really, really cool to see her. It's, it's always cool when you see your former runners who go and do uh, things like ultras now. Uh, she did the heavy half. Uh, in fact, it was reminiscent of uh, at the Boulder Boulder, our big 10K. I was up there a few weeks ago and um, a guy comes up to me, said he recognized my voice. And I'm like, okay, well, that, that happens. Maybe you'd heard me on a podcast or something, but no, he recognized my voice because I'd coached him. Um, and he's 46 years old. So he hasn't heard my voice in 28 years. And somehow it, he heard my voice and knew it was me, which was just hilarious. So, uh, things like that happen up there. Um, Got got to meet, uh, like I say, quite, quite a few really uh, interesting people. I met a young man who, uh, he was out there cheering on his dad, and he was out there with his siblings and his mom, and his dad finished the race. And I don't even know how we, we started talking, but, I mean, we had one of the most heartfelt talks. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, 
the, the young man um, had gone down to some into some really dark times, and uh, he um, was doing um, heroin and uh, drinking and uh, just you know, in, in some dark places. And he said he's gotten uh, off of the heroin in the last two years. He has gone uh, mostly sober you know, from drinking the last six months. He's, he's been very active with AA and NA and um, man, we just had a talk that just reached really deep. I was just so taken by this young man and his determination to lead a better life. He he knew like like a lot of addicts um, that he had you know really disappointed a lot of people in his life, and you know he was only twenty years old and he really um, through a lot of his faith he you know was able to really start turning things around. He was in community college and. Um, it, it was really neat. So, uh, like I said, I don't even how the conversation started, but you know, by the end, he asked me if he could have a hug, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" I probably would have asked him first if I hadn't, if he hadn't asked me before. You know, it was just uh, really cool. Um, uh, I also met uh, a young, oh, I shouldn't say young, a guy by the name of Michael Kennedy who came out from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And um, I forget his whole story now, but one thing I do remember is that he actually donated a kidney. Um, his grandmother needed a kidney, and even though it didn't go directly to her, it's you know one of those things you donate a kidney, and somebody else gives 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 her a kidney. And and yet this guy, um, he came out from Pennsylvania again, you know, kind of flatlander. At Bethlehem's in the Poconos, but uh, he he was eleventh in the uh, heavy half, and um, I mean, just a great guy. We we had a great conversation, and. You know, he starts telling me his whole story, and it's like, wow, dude, we 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 have to have a podcast episode here as well. Uh, that was super super cool. But uh, after all that, you know, I I was kind of stunned when I saw him come in. I said, "Jeez, God, you're like in the top 15. As, as I said, he was 11th. So uh, that that was really awesome. Um, I also had a chance to chat a little bit with Rob Crar, who is a very well known name in the ultra running circles. He's he's won Leadville, the hundred, and a lot of other notable races. And um, uh, Rob, um, very notably, uh, several years ago. Uh, it disclosed about his mental health issues and talked about how he, you know, kept it under wraps for a long time and finally decided uh, after being in some dark places that he, he needed to come uh, come clean about that. And it, 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 I think it's been really good because a lot of other people have heard his story and I think it's helped an awful lot of people with, you know, the, the vulnerability and candor that Rob's had. And uh, I asked him if he would be on the podcast and he said he's he's kind of coming out to that. He you know, says for a few years he's kind of been, you know, kept things under wraps and just doing his own thing. And, um, you know, it was, uh, I didn't realize he's 46 years old now. Um, you know, it's, uh, I know it's, he's been around for a while, but I didn't realize he was up there in those years. And he came in second in the marathon, which is just really awesome to see that, uh, 46, in fact, the second and third place runners in, in the marathon, uh, were, were both 46 year old men. So, um, very cool to see the old folks, uh, you know, hanging in there doing well, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool talking to Rob and, uh, just, it's nice to see him doing well after, uh, some of his battles out there. So, um, like I say, check out the pictures I took, uh, I put on my Instagram, uh, just showing just the, the mud fest up there. I mean, kudos to, um, all the people up there. Uh, I got to see an awful lot of other people, you know, other runners I know. Um, I'm always proud of Joe Fishback, a, a guy who was from the Warriors group, who uh, Joe once weighed nearly 400 pounds, and he's been up and down Hope Pass, and he comes out every year to do Mosquito, uh, you know, do the, the 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 heavy half, and he's bound and determined all the time. He's he's going to get there. He's he's getting closer and closer to uh, finishing this race. But um, you know, so proud of him, and 
um, Dawn and you know other people that I, I know and I saw up there. Donna Marie was running. I just it, it was very cool. Ran into all sorts of other people. So it, it's fun. You know, if you ever have a chance, it, it's a tough challenge. Uh, the Leadville Heavy Half and Marathon are great races. They're true Leadville kind of races. Kind of keep the character of the hundred miler. Um, the Silver Rush fifty miler will be coming up next month. That's another hard one. Um, I think pound for pound, mile for mile, the fifty miler Silver Rush is actually probably tougher than the hundred miler. I mean, obviously it's not as long, but uh, it, it's a tough, tough course. And you know the way things are going around here, it'll probably be ninety degrees that day. You know, after all the the rain and snow we had up there. And like I say, there there was a lot. It was it was a rough day in Leadville this weekend, but um, really appreciate you guys uh, hanging in and uh, you know, enjoying my recap here. And uh, once again, I just wanted to give you the information about um, Warriors Ascent. Um, you know, again, this is an organization that is saving lives. They are helping out first responders and veterans who have been going through PTS. So a wonderful organization. If you can help, you still have time to make a donation this week. Uh, the website address again is give.classy.org slash we are Superman. And, um, you know, again, if you can, uh, uh, if you can help out, it's very much appreciated because it does save lives out there. So thank you once again for listening to the, we are Superman podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, the best thing you can do is give us a five-star review and, uh, or give us five-star rating and leave a review on whatever platform in which you listen to, to this podcast. Um, it, it helps more people find our show. And, um, like I say, I'd be humbly honored if you would write a review as well. So until next time, and we will be having some more interview type format podcasts coming up until then always be positive. <laughs>